The World Series is set. It's Rangers and D-backs. What can the Cubs learn from these teams next? You are Locked On Cubs, your daily Chicago Cubs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cubs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alongside Sam Olber, I'm Matt Cozy. Please support the show by following on your preferred audio platform, and you can watch, subscribe, and leave a comment on YouTube. Thanks so much for making us your first listen. Sam and I are lifelong fans, taking our passion into a discussion with you on all things Cubs. The Diamondbacks and Rangers have advanced to the World Series and have done so rather Quickly, in 2021, the Diamondbacks lost 110 games, and they lost 88 the very next year. Meanwhile, the Rangers lost 102 in 2021 and 94 the following year. Of course, we know the Cubs were one game short of the Diamondbacks, and they shared some history down the stretch. Sam, we're going to talk about these two teams in context with the Cubs and what they could learn, but I, I think first probably some frustration. Look, um, I leave town tomorrow on Thursday. I won't be back until who knows, Monday or Tuesday for show purposes. Maybe I'm not back until March, but in, oh, all, wow. no, in all seriousness, I'll be back. And, you know, everything's going pretty well except for – I am frustrated. Except for the Diamondbacks making it. I am frustrated that the Arizona Diamondbacks are going to make the postseason. And if you're one of those people that says to me, hey, Sam, get over it. Well, you know what? I saw Miss- you got some of that. No, and, 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 and you know what? You're entitled to say that. And I'm entitled to respond by saying miss me with that. Because, you know, I, I have a daily show as as you do and – and I pour well, my it's the heart. same show, as a matter yeah. of fact. And I pour my heart into this team. And if I want to be upset that an 84-win team, that if the Cubs won one more game against them, wouldn't have even made the playoffs. If I want to be upset that they're in the World Series, I'm allowed to do that because you know that's that's free in this country. And and, and another thing I want to say is is me being upset is not the same as me thinking the Cubs would have made this run. I know the Cubs didn't have enough bullpen and segueing into what I want to talk about where you put in the upper right hand corner learning from World Series teams this is all I want to say and I'll keep it brief if you are a contending team on July 31st if you are a team that has any playoff aspirations whatsoever on July 31st or August 1st or whenever the you-know-what the trade deadline is in, in 2024. You have no excuse to not trade for relief pitching. And I know you were lukewarm about it when it happened. Now maybe they don't. And I was a little bit more in hindsight's 2020, yada, yada, yada. For this organization, and I am a Jed Hoyer fan, I am somebody that is happy that he is steering the ship of my organization. But to not go over the luxury tax because you didn't think relief help was necessary is egregious. Because when you watch these playoff games, Matt, even the best pitchers, the Zach Gallons of the world, they're only going five, right? 
they get tired. You have to have loads of relief pitching. Relief pitching on deck. The reason why the Philadelphia Phillies lost this series is because former Cub, former Brave, former Padre, former Red Sox, Hall of Famer Craig Kimbrell could not get the job done. Okay? He blew two straight games, one game really badly. You have to be sharp, and you're only as strong as your weakest link. And the last thing I'll say is I said I'm going to keep it brief, and like usual, I don't listen to anything that I'm saying. <laughs> is... <laughs> Is is that the Diamondbacks had lefties to neutralize the Phillies. Every time after the starter was out, when they went Schwarber, Turner, Harper, it was one of those lefties, whether it was Mantiply or Saul Frank or any of those guys. You know how many many lefties the Cubs had? (laughs) Zero. No. And Smiley didn't even get out lefties. So the one guy who did was right-handed. And that is what made pitch didn't work the last month. The Cubs need to do a better job organization-wide taking the bullpen element more seriously from, from March 1st through November 1st. Bullpen, bullpen, bullpen. Get as many good arms in as you can because you're going to need all of them. And and if the Cubs were playing the Phillies, they would have lost easily because they don't have relief pitchers that can maneuver around those left-handed gentlemen. I remember getting home to my old place on, on the trade deadline this past summer, and I was on my device all day. I heard about Brad Hand. I heard about Brent Suter. I heard about... Brooks Raley. That was the main three. Just just complete a deal with for one of those three. And and I would feel much better about the club heading into the last uh you know 50 games. And and it didn't happen. Not even close. Three o'clock rolled around, four o'clock rolled around, the deadline rolled around. You can't get even Brett Suter from the Rockies. Yeah, Brad. Brett, Brett. Who then yeah. got big outs against the Cubs at their place, Always mind you, in it. September. Rayleigh. Uh, you know, Rayleigh was under control through 24. Okay, maybe that was a little steeper price. You're going to need a lefty reliever next year. A lefty reliever would have been a better addition than Candelario. Yeah, I mean, looking back, the the bat was. Did you do? You know, that was trendy, but but really, there. If you had a need that was so apparent for so long and it didn't happen, you know, I do kind of. I wonder why we didn't grill it as much as we did in the moment. I think we were giddy about their play. Well, I kind of did, and you kind of told me to miss you with it. If I remember, if I remember, because I I think I, I think I tried to prop up their internal options and right. And those options were porous as we came (laughs) to learn. Well, off the air, you told me if I bring it up one more time, you're going to cut me out of the show. (laughs) No, no, it's a lie, folks. Okay. Hey, 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 Matt. Brandon Hughes didn't work. Matt, I just like to say I, I pulled up the the official the official line for Candelario uh, as a oh, cub. Was, oh, so you found that? Yeah. What, what, what was that? As a, as a cub, was it in the ones? Was it? No, no. Oh. He was he was one fifty two in in September, but he didn't play. Oh, that that's games. awful. But as a Cub, it's actually not as horrible as I thought it was because of the good start. But it, as a Cub, it was 234, 318, 445. How many homers? Six. 
Okay. I actually was going to guess four. So. 234. Yeah, I will say, in fairness to Jamer, wasn't, the total picture wasn't as awful as I thought it was, but it still wasn't good. You know, looking at these but out, two, of that, out of that 234, Matt, the first 10 days, it was all of it. Yeah, well, he was seven for seven to open right. his time. Right. You know, looking at these teams, it did – not that it scared me, but – you know, I, I just I do have some more questions than answers, I guess. You know, what we could go from bullpen very quickly to starting pitching depth. The Rangers might win a World Series with their biggest starting pitching acquisition to never step on the field. And their other one pitching terrible. Yeah. So you need depth, but you need quality depth. Don't just get to nine or ten starters because we could say – that we have nine to 10 and we can list them in a tweet vertically, the nine or 10 guys and Cade Horton's the 10th guy. Stop it. Get depth that has proven themselves in the major freaking leagues, dude. <laughs> well, I mean, Nathan Avaldi. What a trade for Montgomery. Jordan Montgomery. Oh, what a deal. I mean, what a big game pitcher Montgomery is. And they become. made three reliever trades Stratton, Chapman. Uh, there was one other, I believe. And we and we traded for Qua. <laughs> right. And the Diamondbacks got Paul Seawald. In the last week of the a season. A legit closer. We were in must-win games, and it was Smiley, Quas, and Asad. Yeah, I mean, that's we've attributed that as a big reason I get why it. fell off. I get it. A lot of injuries. And do you have a clear one and two? Because the right. Diamondbacks do. Yeah, no, Ginkle. From start really to big. finish, Gallon and Kelly oh, are oh, rock yeah. solid, man. No starters. Yeah, but but even that back end, Ginkle to Seawald, solid as can it's be. It's crazy. Chapman to LeClerc, a bit dicey lately, but pretty solid. Pretty and, then they, and then they got that, that other guy that's throwing well. I forget his name. It's something with It, it ends with a Z on the Rangers that's throwing well. Oh, yeah, Sabors. Sabors. <laughs> And both of these teams, I don't know who that is. Both of these clubs, especially the Rangers, have the ability to change the score quickly. Something Jed like Hoyer to, talked about. I'd like to have a meal. And I want to know, where do Jed Hoyer and Tom Ricketts play a role in this? The Rangers weren't afraid to spend. Well, well, well it's not even. You know, a, what I mean, role does ownership play in this? When is it going to be uh, time to be appropriate, appropriately bold? Because Hoyer and Ricketts, I think, are part of this conversation. I do. They I, should learn a lesson from this, dude. Well, I think they're part of the conversation if you're talking about in general. But, you know, the Diamondbacks don't have a really hefty payroll. I understand. And and to me, the bullpen Jed is responsible for, but not from a financial perspective, from a scouting and development perspective. Okay. He he did a poor job with this bullpen, and he would come on this show, look the camera right in the camera's lens. I was going to say the eyes, in and the lens, right? And he would tell you that he did a poor job in 2023 with a the the, the off season acquisitions, b the depth, and c judging it. That was poor from Jed Hoyer. It's not really a spending things when it comes to the bullpen. Yeah, I mean the Diamondbacks. You know, it, it it's two different ways to skin the cat. The Diamondbacks right. develop young young players, and and they're all shining at the right time with a little bit of luck. 
The Rangers went out and spent a fortune on Simeon. They spent a fortune on Seager. They spent a fortune on DeGrom, who will not be pitching in this series. Right. They spent, um, you know, they Scherzer. made a big, big trade Scherzer's for salary. sure. They made a huge trade for Scherzer to cover that salary. They made a big cha- uh, trade for Chapman. So, yeah, either way, I'm not really worried about Ricketts and the Starbucks stuff right now. Okay. Uh, my, my, my big takeaway is the Cubs this season neglected the bullpen. And in other ways, in other years, they have two, and it didn't rear its ugly head because they didn't end up being good anyway. They need to not neglect the bullpen in 2024, make it a priority, identify the right guys out of spring training, and then if, if you're good enough at the deadline, add, 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 add. You can never have too much bullpen. Absolutely. I think that's that's well said. And, you know, I it, it's to a point where it almost gets comical at times. You know, you got guys that you've never heard of. They're getting just giant outs. Giant. And I'm not laughing at this comedy. Right, right, right. Tired of it. All right, coming up next. The Bulls open up in about 20 minutes and, uh, and at the Madhouse on Madison on the west side of Chicago, and they're not set up for a very good season. Well, they brought everybody back. They, they literally made no changes, right? They're playing the Thunder. I think the Thunder is a very good ball. But did, seriously, did they add anybody? They added like a guy, I think, by the name of Javon Carter. Okay. <laughs> coming up next, Craig Breslow goes to the Red Sox. Stay tuned. How does free Thanksgiving sound? Great. This year, Ibotta is here and gives you cash back and help to make sure your Thanksgiving table is complete. Who wants turkey without the gravy? Turkey is great, but we all know the best part of Thanksgiving dinner is the sides. With Ibotta, you can make sure you get the whole family's favorite side dishes and all the turkey while getting yourself cash back. Starting November 1st, which is next week on Wednesday. Crazy. Yes. Ibotta is giving 100% cash back on your Thanksgiving feast. Just add the offers in the app to redeem everything you need to make your Thanksgiving feast complete. All you have to do is shop at your favorite retailers and upload your receipts. Download the Ibotta app now and use code MLB to get 100% cash back on your Thanksgiving dinner starting November 1st. Just go to the app or Google Play Store. And download the free Ibotta app and use code MLB. That's Ibotta, I-B-O-T-T-A, in the Google Play or Apple App Store and use code MLB. Cubs assistant GM and senior vice president of pitching, Craig Breslow, has ascended through the front office ranks. He rebuilt the pitching infrastructure on the north side. And the Red Sox took notice of that as Breslow is reuniting with the AL East team as their top baseball official. He's going to be the president of baseball operations. He's going to run the Red Sox. It was rumored for a little bit. At one stage, it looks like they, the Red Sox were offering a, a lateral position, and they interviewed a lot of people and uh, decided Breslow was the person for the main job. And uh, he helped the the Bo Sox win the 2013 World Series title. But Sam, he revitalized the Cubs pitching development. And, uh, you know, good to see the Cubs are churning out executives, but certainly uh, an absence they're going to have to fill. Beautifully said. Beautifully said. It's a it's a perspective thing. On the one hand, 
you know, you are you're you're losing a guy that clearly. And again, I want to emphasize this to our listeners. The major leagues work about years, you know, years ahead of, you know, where you're at. So like you're not going to reap the benefits of what Craig Breslow did um, you know, on the north side for a co- you know a couple more years, you'll see yeah. it come up through the system. So people are probably like, "Well, what are you talking about?" So you're you're losing a guy that was obviously turning things around and 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 really helping the team, um, and and was an asset. But it's also a good sign that organizations are around the league are starting to take notice that the Cubs are turning things around, and you know, are headed in the right direction. Like you said, churning out executives. It's just usually when you churn out executives, you like to have a, a division title under your belt already or something like that where you could say, hey, that guy got us that. But maybe that's still coming, like I said. Yeah, I think there are some people that I've seen that, you know, maybe are disappointed or upset, and I just don't see a path to that. I mean, he's going to run the Red Sox. So right. uh, if you get offered to to run a team, that's, you know, that's an expected loss. So especially that team. Um, let's see what the Cubs do. You know, they still have some coaching hires to make. Going to be interesting to see who is hired on David Ross's staff, and then how Jed Hoyer fills this pitching area uh, in uh, in the front office there on Gallagher Way. So we'll keep an eye on that. And uh, I didn't think I'd have to keep an eye on winter ball in the Dominican. Alexander Canario is already there, and Christopher Morell is going to join him very soon. We talk about it next. Jace Medical. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's why Jace Medical offers the Jace Case. The Jace Case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use and gives you a peace of mind so that you are not just hoping that you have access to medication, in an emergency, Jace Medical makes sure you have the medication in hand, and it is simple. They handle everything from the online evaluation to licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultation and care. Save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical, plus an additional $20 off by using code LOCKEDON at checkout on jacemedical.com. That's jacemedical.com, J-A-S-E, medical.com, promo code lockdown. Christopher Morell is going to play winter ball. He's joining a Dominican Winter League team in mid to late November. It was reported earlier this week, and that's going to be for the last part of their schedule. The Dominican Winter League is 50 games plus playoffs in January, so Morell will be there for the stretch run. The team that he's joining – uh, has a Cub on it already, Alexander Canario, who's who's doing well in his first handful of games there. And I guess my biggest question, Sam, is is the team that he is joining going to use him regardless of what the Cubs want? Because you know these winter leagues are highly competitive; they mean a lot to the to the fans there. Yeah. Because um, I'm just curious, really defensively, you know, w- will Morrell play third? Will he test drive? A, First base, um, yeah. You know, I'm thinking outside the box here, but it might not be a spot where where uh, he could think outside the box. So we'll see. Yeah, I mean, it, selfishly, obviously, I'd love to see him at first or third because I think that's where where he yeah. could really help the his development could really change the complexion of the Cubs offseason. I don't really think that's an understatement. Wow. Um, yeah. e- even first base, I mean. 
the the problem with Morrell is he has very good reactions, right? Um, he has right. very good natural athletic ability, but it's it's this thing where you know there's also a point of just being a baseball player, right? And Dansby Swanson's a great example of it. Like like Christopher Morrell is a much better athlete than Dansby Swanson, right? It's I mean mm-hmm. it's, I, I I don't think that's a very debatable thing. Sure. But D- Dansby Swanson is a way better defensive player because, you know, uh, he's got the hands, he's got the time clock, he's got the instinct. Morell doesn't really have any of those yet. And some of that stuff, man, you're just born with. You're just born with how to know how to play baseball, the Derek Jeters of the world. But some of that is acquirable. It, it is attainable. Yeah. And, and it comes with practice and time. Like, I would love to see Christopher Morell play a little first base. Will he know when to go after the ball? You know, because he does have good hands or, or quick reflexes. Will he be able to, you know, dig out balls and things like that? You know, because to me, he, if the Cubs can't find a position for him, he he needs to be – you know, looked looked at in a trade. He's just, right. I, I, it's just they have to figure that out. And again, it's not just any position. If you bring back Bellinger, the outfield's taken, right? Second, like like first is yeah. open and third is open. That's all that's open, right? So that's that's what yeah, he has it's to pretty clear out. the openings, right? Yeah, that's what he has to figure out to play. And so yeah, I would like to see him play there. Hopefully, he stays healthy. Yes, um, that's I, a big key. I remember Starlin Castro playing. I think in the winter, he's on this team. Oh, is he really? He's on this same team. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that brings you some joy. Oh, that does. That's good. Well, maybe he'll, you know, I want, you know, he's He's swinging he's, it well, too. Is he really? Yeah. Sitting over 400 right now. It's only been 5 games. Oh, but. that's 5 games. That's 5 games more than none, my day. <laughs> well, somebody 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 comment below a stream to this team. Yeah, no, seriously. I love to watch a little Starlin swing it. Yeah, and Morel and Canario hitting behind him. Oh, this is what's the team name? Do you have that pronounced? Or... Uh, I believe it's Aguilas. Let me let me let, let me let me look that up. Uh... Yeah. So, you know, Morel playing third for this team, I think, is newsworthy enough. But if he actually were to play first base, I think that would be a, a major story. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a clear need there. He has the athleticism to do it. Just positionally, is he able to achieve a, a level of success where he can, you know, make the routine play and eventually a little bit more? Um, but but I I like what you're throwing down about him. And and I think a trade scenario is very plausible. Uh it's not that you'd be giving up on him necessarily, because I do think he would bring value would be great if he brought back starting pitching value. Um, but but definitely something to look through as as we enter really the the main part of the offseason now, the week after next. Uh, really, after the World Series, it's hot stove time. And I think this morale thing is going to be one of the bigger topics. Absolutely. Especially if reporters actually cite his name in like mm-hmm. trade discussions. That means the Cubs are talking with teams about him. Um, so that could really be interesting quickly. Yeah, I'm 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 just baffled that you know Starlin's on this club. And, I can tell. You know, I have to be checking. Well, some I'm going to look out. into that. I think MLB TV might have some Dominican Winter League. Okay, well, you know, you never can you just got to tab over a couple times, but I think you could find it. Well, with the way the other Chicago sports teams are playing, you might as well just become a Dominican Winter League fan. For Friday's episode, we discuss. 
finally, Yamamoto and Matsui as targets for the Cubs, a starter and believer, respectively. Thank you so much for checking out this edition of Locked On Cubs. You give us 20 to 30 minutes, and we'll give you all things Cubs with a laugh or two along the way. We've certainly been doing that with our offseason shows so far. Hopefully you stay with us throughout the duration of the offseason. Be sure to hit subscribe on YouTube and smash the like button for the algorithm. And I love when people comment every day or uh, you know, just really early after the episode posts that show not that shows not only you are a subscriber, but you have notifications turned on and, and we appreciate it. Uh, that helps us out with the algorithm as well. Commenting, liking. Um, so that's that's awesome when people do that. Comment every day or if you if you if you would be so kind to, to this video and shout out to the audio peeps. Where are you at? OK, because we're in your ears on Apple, Spotify, Sirius XM and more. He's Sam Olber. I'm Matt Cozy. This is Locked on Cubs.